A few months ago, I made the decision to completely shut down my podcast. And on top of shutting down the podcast, I also shut down various components of my business that were no longer bringing me joy and that were no longer in alignment with the direction that I was taking my life to. And it was a very intense period of time because I was questioning what was wrong with me. Why was I no longer excited about the thing that was bringing me joy? But I was also processing a very painful moment that shook my entire life up. And you might be wondering why are we back again with the podcast? Or you might be excited. You might be like, yes, the podcast is coming back. Oh my gosh, yes. But I want you to know that in the spirit of being committed to sharing the process, because I know that this is going to help someone else, I want you to know that we're going to go there today. We are going to talk about some truths that I had to really discover about elevation and where blind spots were coming up for me and also how sneaky your limiting beliefs can cling on to you even when you have felt that you have healed beyond it. But I want you to know that The biggest lesson I learned is that the only way to truly know if you've healed from something is to simply go through it again. And that's what this podcast will talk about. Now, I am going to send a condensed version over via email with a few tips to help you. They're just going to be some really quick tips. But I know that this particular podcast and the direction that I want to now take this podcast is focused on moving towards that extreme level of wealth that you truly desire. The first thing is really believing that it's possible. So like that's going to be your number one thing. Do you believe that the life of your dreams is possible? And for me, I had to really sit back despite being in a moment where I felt like I was at a low despite my emotions being at an all-time high, despite really not having clarity, I had to really figure out, okay, what is wrong? Because if we can figure out what is wrong, then we can begin to take out what is clearly saying it no longer wants to be here, okay? So if I had to number these, this would be number one. And it's definitely when you are a successful minded person. And I mean, you've seen success before. You're a very successful woman or man. You're a very successful professional. You have seen the money and you are committed to living for real. Like you want to have a conversation beyond just money. Like you're really tired of the surface level, you know, 100K type conversations. You really want to aim for more of a higher lifestyle. When you are a successful minded person and you are stressed, and you are noticing that your income or your life or your relationships or your business or your income is not aligned to where you need it to be, you know something is wrong. And you pause, you stop what you need to stop, you 
no longer have those questions of, well, what are people going to think if I take a break? Or, you know, what about this? Like you really get to a moment where it's like enough is enough. We need to shut this down right now. And if I could give an example, there's an entrepreneur. Her name is Vanessa Lau. So if you, you know, if you know who I'm talking about, she actually had a moment like this. She knew something was wrong. She knew she needed to take her life to a whole nother level. She built a business that was, you know, generating multiple six figures per month. And she was finding herself in the same loop that she was in when she was in corporate. And she simply put out a post and she was like, hey, I've condensed everything down to one solid passive offer. If you want to take advantage of it, you can. But I'm about to go and figure out what success now looks like for me. And that was a moment that I started having for myself. And I want to say reading her letter started to trigger those feelings inside of me because I woke up one day and I literally was looking at the fact that, you know, in a seven year span, I had rebuilt my entire life, pulled myself out of an 18 month depression, you know, um, pulled myself from the bottom. And I'm talking about I packed my suitcases and restarted my entire life over, like just moved into a place with nothing but suitcases, went and bought some air mattresses and got some toilet paper and started from scratch. And being able to do that and not wear that pain online was something I love because I'm a very private person, but it's like there are so many people today that will use that as an opportunity to milk it online. And they're like, well, let me milk my start over because then I can just like, bring people along the way and it'll help me make money, right? And I chose not to do that. Instead, even though I was going through a lot of things behind the scenes, I created a program that helps people through a 12-week span to be able to reset and rebuild their life. But I didn't use my pain to sell it. It genuinely attracted people who were genuinely working to build their life. And so when I woke up and realized I'm no longer happy, yes, I'm an industry leader, but, and as I'm thinking about it, as I'm talking about it, I know exactly the moment. I was sitting at my home and I'm processing all of the things that are going on, businesses in multiple states, you know, really just figuring out what needs to happen because one business was like catching on fire. Like it was to the point where I could genuinely tell that people were subconsciously creating problems that didn't need to be problems. And I needed people in that time to simply do their job. Like I hired people to help me and I spent moments of training and the people that I trained were designed to help train other people. And I simply needed a moment, right? I needed time to process the loss of my grandmother. I needed time to process, you know, acclimating to moving. I needed time to process, 
you know, shifting into my children's co-parenting schedule. I needed time to process my own mental health because as I was healing and going to therapy and processing the loss of so many things, just like I had explained in other podcast episodes, I needed to turn the page. I needed to fully get to a moment where it's like, I'm committed to getting to my next level. I've managed a lot of money in my life, but I don't want to keep begging people to understand that it's possible for them. I don't want to keep having a conversation to say to someone, do you believe that you can be successful without having to slash your prices to get there? Do you believe that you can get to your next level without having to work 10 times harder? Do you believe that success can happen for you? In that moment, I realized that I had to let things go. If I truly wanted to get to my next level, every single time I take a leap, it's going to demand more from me. Every time I say, I really want to get to that next level, I really want to go to that next thing, it's going to require me to release what is no longer working. And that in that moment was so hard for me because I had rebuilt from scratch. And while subconsciously in my mind, I was like, oh, if I've done it before, I can do it again. Still, I realized that I had to be willing to walk away. And I kept going back and forth with, what that was looking like, because even while I was putting things in place to assist me so that I could just work on my mind so that I could be in the right mind as I was doing this, things still came up. And if I was to give you any advice, if you're going through a situation that's similar where you're just like, I have all of these different things running and I don't know what to do and I have my life one way and I know I want to shift it, but I'm nervous to let things go because this is all I've known. I want you to know that it doesn't get easier. You just have to have courage to say, this no longer works for me. This no longer works for me. And to be able to cut it so you can move forward. The sooner you get rid of it, the better. And yes, it's going to be painful. There's going to be so many things that you're going to have to process through. But in that moment of pausing, sitting with it and realizing that for me, especially knowing my design and knowing that I am an emotional manifester, I know that one day I could be cool with it. The next day I'm like, I've had enough. Then the next day I could be like, okay, I can find a way to just make it work. And then the next day I'm like, no, this is repeatedly just not working. So I knew that I had to allow my body to go through the process that it needed to go through. And a lot of people might think, oh, no, like you need to just tough it out. But when you've done the work to work on yourself and you've done the work to change your life, you see the signs and you know this is not it. You don't have to keep going through the same process and being like, okay, I need to just tough it through. You know, because you're successful minded, that when you're stressed and you're not seeing what you know you're supposed to be seeing and it's constantly like the same wall getting hit, that something is wrong. You have to pause and sit with that. And that may mean stopping everything. When I made the decision to start closing certain things down the response I received or the reactions I received told me 
that I was on the right track. When I shut down a certain component of my business, the level of attacks and the level of threats that I received was showing me that I had been in that place for too long to where the respect was not there. The access was too great to where the respect was just avoided. Right. And I think that's what happens when you are someone who doesn't remember who you are and you are a giver and you give so much of yourself to people. And you're just like, I just want to help people, especially if you help people with trauma like I do. You want to help people with their trauma because you've been through it. You've done the work, even if you've documented you going through the work and people can see that you are changing and they can see that you're a different person, you still have to make a conscious decision that you may have the medicine now, but you can't microdose it and try to hand feed it to people. People have to be able to see for their self, I'm sick or I need to heal and I'm ready to do what I need to do to get the medicine. And that was a big lesson that I learned from that situation. Because when you're hand holding and feeding the medicine to people and you then stop and make it to where they have to rise up for their saving, they're going to get upset at you. And it's, I had to realize it was my fault because I've made it so accessible that when it was easily accessible, it wasn't realized as valuable as it is. When I made my information and my programs so affordable because I started being like, okay, I really want to help people, I wasn't helping people because I was making it easy for them to get something that I knew took a lot of work to get. And for me, my mindset was like, I really want to help people. But even though my intentions were pure, I realized that I have to properly think about things from a different perspective and only healing can give you that perspective. And so closing these things down was necessary. When it came to the podcast, there were so many beautiful, beautiful messages from you all letting me know that I've helped you, you know, get through hard times. And some of you were like, yes, you know, I started making more money and I realized that my relationships weren't aligned. I realized that I was not living in the right city. I have more confidence to go after my dreams and I'm no longer afraid of things that I was allowing to be big and fearful in my life. I'm now ready to move to the next level. And that's that thing, right? When you know that you actually can live a life that doesn't put you in a state of fear, that doesn't keep you in a state of struggle, that doesn't keep you in a state of, I just don't want to be here. When you actually make the decision and you say something is wrong, I need to change, and you sit in your alone time and you realize things are not working, you realize that you can't do the same thing. Even though you know that particular chaos that you're in, you know that it has to be something better and you make the decision to move forward. You spent enough time talking to people around you about what you don't like and you spend enough time talking about the situation. And trust me, I get it. <laughs> like There were plenty of times where I had to catch myself because I was constantly circling back around to a situation and I was talking about how I felt about it. And it was as if I was trying to work through, you know, seeing the bright side, but I was also trying to be like, is something wrong with me, right? Being like, okay, well, why, 
why is this situation happening? Or why are these people saying these things to me? Or why is this particular situation happening? And it was not from a victim perspective. I'm not saying it from that standpoint. I'm saying in a point of taking accountability and realizing this is me doing something that is not aligned, but I did it because I felt like it was my responsibility to give back to people the things that I wish I would have had. But then in me moving with that intention, while I felt it was pure, it really was not even necessary. And so in that, I realized that something was wrong and I needed to stop. It doesn't make sense to keep doing something that, you know, in my mind, I'm trying to be like, okay, well, I just got to keep pushing through. But it's like what God has for you will be aligned. You can no longer put band-aids on a situation if every day something is wrong and there's scars every day that have to be covered with band-aids, then that means that whatever you're doing may simply need to just be totally redone, reset, and move on so you can finally win, okay? Now, the second thing that I did was um, I reinvested in myself. And so what a lot of people do is when they are not happy or when they see that things are bad or when they see that they no longer align to what they want to do, they simply go into this cocoon, they isolate, and they simply go off the face of the earth. Now, me, I do isolate, but I isolate within my community. So I have built an amazing community for myself. I have an amazing therapist. I have an amazing business coach. I have amazing friends who are also business owners and we mastermind all the time. And I really cling tight to the things that I wanted to create as a priority in my next move. In the last seven years of building my business, I will admit that my family was not priority at that time. And it took me a while to sit with that because in my mind, I'm like, no, like, my family, I've I've been there and I've been truly, you know, I've been there. I'm there every day, right? But in my heart, I knew that the way I wanted to show up as a parent was not the way that I was showing up. And I had allowed myself to subconsciously not show up that big for so long that it was not until I went through my situation that I went through and really made it intentional, like, okay, I want to be, I want my schedule to be dot, 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 to where I started noticing how my children were responding, like, oh, wow, mom's going to be able to take us here, or she's going to be able to be here for this, where it really hit me. I was present for everybody else, but I wasn't present for myself, and I wasn't present for my kids, and so my priority shifted to where it was like, being a boss is is cool, But if being a boss means that I have to work 10 times harder to get the same result, then that's not what I'm trying to do, right? I'm trying to take my life to the next level. I'm trying to elevate to a higher standpoint. And that means that I need to get around people that challenge my mindset. And so I invested in a different business coach because the coach that I was with I had been with that coach for a very long time, and I knew that the level that I was moving into, I had outgrown it. And um, I made the decision to basically just shift over into a whole new coach. And I want to say here, if you're listening and you're just like, okay, you know, I need a coach, like, 
when you find a coach, be willing to commit at least two years with that coach because you need to be able to see the highs and the lows of whatever that coach is going through. I'm extremely thankful that I went through my situation, even though in the point of going through the situation, I felt alone. I felt like no one was understanding me. I felt like people were not respecting my emotions and my feelings. And they were simply being like, well, this is business. Business has no feelings, but that's not true. Business does have feelings, especially when your business is self-care, especially when your business is in providing a service to people. And that's what I wish the business community really would take seriously is if you have a client that is coming in and they really love what they do, my first mind is saying, this person might be a people pleaser. This person's confidence might be shaken. This person might not know any other way except to serve people beyond themselves. But other business coaches would be like, well, let's figure out how to make you some money. And it's like, before we get to the money, I need to get to your mindset and I need to figure out how you think. Because if I come to you and I say, oh, let's get to the money and you go from a $3,000 month to a $25,000 month and you don't have the solid principles in your mind, your limiting beliefs might say, well, you know, I need to run off and buy a machine or I finally have money. Let me go and spend it because I don't know if I'm going to get it again. And those subconscious beliefs are deeply rooted in your mindset, but they're deeply rooted in your environment as well, right? If you have never seen such an amazing amount of money come into your life, subconsciously, you will work to get back to what you feel comfortable to. You might be afraid to actually dive into wealth. And so understanding that, that's why successful people invest in information that pushes them up instead of down. When you are getting information about um, learning how to grow your business, you might be looking for something that's going to help you get to the money because you realize that you're paycheck to paycheck and you're like, I don't know what happened. I need to learn how to get this money. And then you might run to information about business credit or whatever. But successful people understand that you want to learn something that is going to be sustainable. For me, it wasn't sustainable to be like, oh, you need to do you know, some sort of new client special offer, a whole new offer, or you need to turn around and do a short flash sale window so that you can get cash. For me, it was like, no, I need impact over income. Like those are my principles that I have in my life. And for me, how I get money is important as well. I don't want to be posting every single day, three to five times a day, being on live an hour every day and all of that. And being on live, showing people I'm working and all of that, I no longer resonate with that because I truly believe that the life God has for me does not require me to show up every single day online begging people for it. No matter how I sit there and remix and and how you know entrepreneurs online will try to create marketing tactics for people, no matter how you swing it, the way you make money is going to dictate the way that you have to maintain it. So if you're learning now that you need to post seven, eight times a day and you need to be on three different apps, and you need to be posting every day, what are you going to do when you take a break and you're trying to take a vacation, right? Successful people understand that that is not sustainable for the long term. And a lot of times the reason that we know that is because we've done that, we've been burned out from that, and we've had to create a way that was more sustainable for us. And so that's why when we teach it, it's understanding that 
you invest in information that's going to push you up. Are you going to be scared? Yes. Are you going to be nervous? Absolutely. Um, and you're going to have to lose that ego and make some changes. But on the other side of that, you'll be happy that you push through, right? Successful people are happy that they push through and that they chose to rise above instead of choosing to work 10 times harder for the same result because somewhere deeply rooted, the limiting belief is saying, well, I have to take calls. I have to do this. My calendar has to be booked. I have to be open all the time, right? And so investing in information that pushes you up is important. And I'm so glad that I did that because it helped me to create the life that I have today where I'm able to make the same amount of income, but I'm working less. I'm able to take my children to school and pick them up and I'm able to put clients on my calendar and I'm able to you know, work with group containers and I'm no longer stressed about you know, can these people afford it? Because I understand that I'm speaking to the people that want to invest up and they know that it's going to be different. They know that it's going to test them. They know that it's going to make them nervous because maybe it is their first time investing 3000 or $10,000, but they understand that that investment is them setting a new standard and expectation for themselves, right? So the third tip is that... Um, after successful people like get all the tips and get all the resources and like know what they need to do and write it all down, they actually do them. And this is so key and so important because literally like for me, I felt like a failure when I shut down different things. I felt like I'm not done. Like, why am I shutting this down? And it wasn't in a why am I shutting this down? Like I didn't want to because I knew that I needed to simply shut things down to get a clear Point of mind and it's almost like if it comes back to you it's really meant for you um but i had to really get to a point of accepting that you do need to be a quitter in order to get to your win there's some losses and hits that have to be taken in order to get to your next win and so understanding that you know i've seen this before in all of the different successful businesses that i've had but i know that every time my business had a success it came from taking a, a major loss a lot of people don't want to talk about that because it's hard to realize you may have to like eat up that 10k loss like you may have to sit there and be like damn i got to eat up this 50k lawsuit or i got to turn around and eat up whatever but when you really are building something big and sustainable a lot of times if you don't properly close down what God is showing you needs to be closed down, then the situations and the obstacles and the threats that come your way will continue to tear them down. And so in that moment of sitting and pausing and figuring out what you need to do, that also means that you do them, right? A lot of times we know we need to hire someone, but we're in our in the back of our minds are saying with a limiting belief, oh, you know, I don't have the money or, oh, I don't have the time. But here's the thing. When you are committed to getting to your next level, you know, the way that I've seen success is that when you actually are committed to getting to your next level, you're willing to put in three months of hard work to get to a year of success. You're willing to put in eight weeks of due diligence and eight weeks of like, you know, not sleeping in order to get to the next thing that you want to have. And so, you know, when you are a successful person, you really understand that you sometimes have to put in that work today so that when you get to the end, you're like, 
oh my gosh, it was hard, but it was worth it. And it gives you that resilience to get to your next level. But here's the thing. It never fails because any person who has taken a program and not seen success, I'm talking about any program in the world, anybody who's gone to college, anybody who's taken an ebook, anybody who has taken a program, the people, 99% of the time, the people that joined for strategies, tips, to take notes, watch all the videos and all of that, but when it's time to actually do what they need to do and implement the steps and they literally stop and freeze and don't do them, that's the reason why. Because they're looking for all the tips and the tricks and they've burnt themselves out consuming so much information that they don't produce anything, right? And really, it, it's like, when you've done all you can do and you realize things are not working, you know that something's wrong, right? But when you've done half of it and you haven't done what you need to do, you'll go and try to hop and skip on every single thing and find something else. And then at the end of the day, you're like, well, nothing is working. No, <laughs> it's not that nothing is working. It's that at that point, you have to work. The people who actually see success are excited to complete. They're excited to get to a point of, I've done everything. They're excited to get to a point of being like, oh my gosh, I have all this information. I, I've i learned all this information. I've implemented all this information. I've gotten results and I see how people respond. And now I'm finished. I've tried everything. I've done all I can do. And I realize that this is not it. In that moment when you surrender is in that moment where the next idea comes to you. And that idea might be you need to close something down. That idea might be you need to take a small break. That idea might be, you know, you need to move on. But at least that idea came from a place of solid data instead of simply consuming and never producing to actually see fruit. Okay. Instead of finding more classes and finding more, you know, people on Instagram and searching and trying to watch their lives and take notes and build your business and your life off of free tips that aren't even directly pointed towards you, really figure out how you can take whatever notebooks that you've written down, actually take them and apply them into your business instead of being like, oh, this doesn't work for me or, oh, this doesn't resonate with me or I don't want to do it because I don't think people are going to, you know, like da, 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 da. Instead of in your mind consuming and trying to create a storm in your mind, successful people actually say, I'm going to do it and I'm going to see how they like it and then I'm going to move from there. So I hope this episode really gave you like some clarity, right, into maybe you have some things that you want to change your life and do. For myself, I realized that, you know, for the level of impact that I want to create, I don't want to help people to just focus on making six figures. I mean, I don't want to help people just focus on making seven figures because I know that when you focus on the impact and you heal yourself, and especially, you know, if you provide a service to people and you just really focus on what great service and what great-minded care looks like and what that critical comprehension point feels like when you're explaining to people how much of a powerful transformation they can have, I already know the money's going to come because it's a no-brainer for you. Um, and for successful people, especially when you're building something that's going to help other people, it's a no-brainer. But when you constantly put these limitations on yourself and you're just like, oh, well, you know, if I'm not seeing 10K a month, something is wrong. Well, maybe there needs to be more implementation and maybe there needs to be a heart check. 
And when you do the heart check and you figure out if something is aligned, if it is not, have the courage to step away so that you can step into what is. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. If you enjoyed this debut, please let me know. You know, come over to Instagram at I am Nina Hayes. Share with your friends about the podcast. Let them know it's up and it's stuck. And I can't wait to see you in the next podcast episode in the next couple of days. Have a good one.